0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: father earth and it is my personal place of power
0: and understanding
1: that place from where I begin a place from where I realize and crystallize all my endeavors understanding that I and I alone create and co-create my divine destiny and I and I alone create and co-create my divine all blessed reality and so it is I say. Today is Friday, October 5th, 2018, and I am emanating and vibrating with you and for you live, virtually, verbally, cosmically, quantum, universally from this working temple of the House of the Divine Prince. Thai potions, hoodoo central, black voodoo in this legendary, historic, beautiful, and most enchanted city in America, New Orleans. Louisiana, Treme, New Orleans, Louisiana, and the land of my ancestors and those who came before me along this spiritualist Hoodoo life path and journey, passing down the great Obeah stick along with the knowledge of the healing, life giving herbs, roots, plants, rituals, spirits, and minerals. I am always humbled and honored and appreciative by those who join me here. At High Noon for the Power Lunch, Revolutionary Voodoo, New Orleans Voodoo Secrets and Recipes here on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash the hyphen divine hyphen prince. My live listening and call-in number is open at 347 215 six seven three four seven two one five eight nine six seven. When you are ready with your question, comment and or request, please do press the number one on your telephone keypad. I will be more than happy to assist you. And be mindful, my website where I can be reached utilizing various means, virtually twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. 365 days a year operating in 360 degrees of well-documented revelation and manifestation is www.houseofthedivinepress.com. Is it in your body or is it in your hands, your soul, your spirit, we can speak truth to any cause and to any endeavor. I am because my
0: creators
1: are all-powerful, open, and receptive to all that operate for my good here and now in this divine, all-blessed moment in time space. I create and recreate my divine destiny, and I am because my creators are without beginning or ending, eternal, all-powerful. I create and recreate my reality because my divine creators create and recreate my reality. Real eyes see clearly. Realize, realize is to bring a thought a vision into earth plane existence. But to first
0: realize
1: something is to first inner stand something, to be sitting in your own truth about something, to realize something. And then there is the realization of our thoughts, our dreams, our visions, our inner standing if you will, that becomes an outward manifestation of our realization. So realize, real eyes, see clearly, realize you are and walk in magic. Right now, in this divine moment in time space, we walk in voodoo every day, Every moment of your breathing, you are projecting upon the canvas of life, your inner standing, your creation. Within this wisdom is the inner standing that a God must be in relationship with his dark matter. I invoke my shadow side to teach and to show me what I'm here to learn and becoming a balanced and conscious being to help me to develop honor, creativity, integrity, endurance, commitment, compassion, harmony, empathy and mercy. I acknowledge and honor the god in you because I can acknowledge and honor the god in me. I can honor and acknowledge the god that's in you because I can honor and acknowledge that God is in me. I acknowledge and honor humanity. Humanity. I am in relationship with my own humanity. Therefore, I can empathize and build relationships with humanity. To deny humanity is to, to deny self. To Deny divinity is to deny self. So welcome to rock bottom America. (laughs) Why should anybody do right? Why should anybody do the right thing? When we look at our leaders, our teachers, our politicians, the people that we presume and assume power Upon When we absorb That demonstration Why should anybody Be doing the right thing A God Is the right thing Does the right thing Because it is the right thing to do There's no Mincing of words In that And even In that truth and honor humanity, because I can honor and acknowledge the humanity within myself. So we must always be actively in the pursuit of renewing the mind, the body, but but the mind and the spirit—that which is most real about. Not only who we are, but our reality, the realization that we are more spirit and more God and more energy and more ashe and more magic and more voodoo than we are actually physical. And even within the physical earth plane, dimensional space, we have a limited amount of time to be here, to be present always in motion. You're in motion from the moment of conception until the moment that we escape earth plane laws and move back into the realm of spirit. So we are always and must be actively participating in the renewing of the mind standing. Some of these words have been bastardized, appropriated, if you will, by religions. So we fear certain combination of, of English grammatical words put together. Born again, being born again is not indicative of Christianity. doesn't belong to Christianity. Christianity did not created. It's a natural process of spirit growth and evolution. To escape the oath, the law and order, the wickedness of the system that we see operating around us every single day is to truly be born again, to step outside the demographic, to not be influenced, to not be controlled by the group think, if you will. Um One of my pet peeves of the day is these viral, uh, you know, unsolicited DMs and private messages that, that all of a sudden we've been bombarded with and to some degree have accepted it, some of you anyway, have accepted it as normal. And it's completely outside the realms of what social media is, socialization is the ability to build and create relationships. And mind you, I've already sort of created a platform where we are not seeing that being demonstrated. I don't care what institution you look at, religion, politics, business, education. All you need is turn your news on. Uh, open your newspaper, skin, scan your uh, social media uh, outlets to see the demonstration of, of truly people operating in their truth, immorality, valueless, moralist, unable to empathize with your humanity, cannot identify the humanity within themselves. In the modern trending of not only religion, but magic and spirituality and hoodoo, nobody wants to talk about demons anymore. Nobody wants to talk about jinn anymore. And these are critical um, forms that exist interdimensionally with us and around us and in us that we've lost um, basic understanding of how to navigate and how to operate in. And so when I see these viral uh, um, DMs and and, and the messages being, not only the messages being pushed, but the lack of who continue to sort of pass these chain letters on, because really that's what they are. They old school chain letters. Back in the day, you'd have to write something up, type something up, print it out. You know, everybody didn't have printers back then, so you had to go somewhere and you know, print it out, seal them, you know, fold them, seal them up in an envelope, put a stamp on them, and then you would mail them to a dozen people. And the chain letter has the same format as these viral DMs that we get today. Um, it's always something urgent. It's not urgent, something that needs your, demands your most immediate attention. And, and it's so important, according to the, the people who are sending you this stuff, um, that you've got to look at it. Um, some of them have even taken it a step further, and they question your blackness, <laughs> They they question your spirituality, you know, within the the uh, chain mail. Um, and if you don't look at this, if you don't read this, if you don't pass this along, you must be lacking something uh, 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 to some degree. Um, and many of you pass that along. Uh, you know, I ask, do they even read this stuff themselves before passing it along? Um, doesn't even matter because it is in place of what also once was communication and relationship building. I remember a time, uh, Yahoo 360 time, um, MySpace time, when people actually communicated in social media. They asked who you were. They asked questions about what you posted. And it wasn't the shady, negative, clapback demonstrations that we often see in, in social media today where people don't communicate with each other. They talk at each other. Uh, we, we project our attitudes and our opinions and our beliefs um, and our assumptions onto to the post. Uh, In many cases, not even as the the originator of the post, Um, because if that were the case, um, there would have been some relationship. You would know uh, maybe to some degree what the intent poster uh, is is making in the post. Uh, but, But all of that today is assumed. All of that today is taken for granted. And so the proliferation of dating apps and weird Commercials, weird-ass commercials that <laughs> that continue to crop up. Uh, the, the latest one that comes to mind is the uh, uh, the dating commercial about uh, finding somebody in the country. I think it is. Uh, it's got a real country name, and I think it might be about oh farmers. That's what it is. It's about farmers, <laughs> you <know? laughs> And so, when you see clearly with the real eyes you can realize the spirit, the gin at work behind much of what we take for granted today in, in pop culture. And so I'm not saying, you know, get rid of your devices, dig a hole in the, in the ground, live in a cave. But what I am saying is that we are not doing the inner work, the consciousness work, the spirit work, that we often profess visually in social media that we are doing um, to even begin to to address the reality of what we are living in and dealing with. We're talking about all manners of misuses and abuses and crimes and ugliness in society. And, indeed, there are those who feel powerless while the perpetrators feel empowered within it. And one of the things that originally drew me to voodoo in the first place was the sense of empowerment that I found present in it that I was unable to find in, in any other aspect um, of our socialization uh, Religion, um, how we, you know, how we think, positive thinking, um, all the New Age gimmicks that have have been swirling in pop culture since the 60s. Um, none of those things provided a long-term, enduring response to the depth of of pain and anguish and negativity that I personally felt as an individual, but then could also empathize with and connect with with people that I came across in my own journey, and then ultimately within my ministry of Voodoo, uh, the pains and the traumas and the concerns that come with the clients and the people who sought me out over the years and, and the hearing and the telling of, of their stories and their pain and their experience, voodoo provided not provide an outlet. Yoga provides an outlet, you know. But voodoo provided alternative responses to the reality and a way to create and recreate the reality that matched, that lined up with my inner vision. And so in all my years of uh, studying and reading books and communicating with other people, because we communicated with other people back in the day, who uh, <laughs> were also like-minded um, vendors and artisans and performers and, and spiritualists of all types, uh, people seeking uh, generally the same thing, understanding peace, prosperity, wellness, wholeness, Transition, but also people who were finding uh, answers, who were finding things that were working, that were transforming lives. And so for me, and in my world and in my experience, um, voodoo was a champion for empowerment, for uh, defeating the system, for overcoming um, strongholds for overcoming very negative uh, environments and events and experiences that often lead people to feel faithful, F-A-T-E, faithful, that it is my faith, that it's something that I cannot avoid, that it is somehow uh, locked into my destiny, if you will, pre-written. But faith is not pre-written. Fate is a is a direct result of action, activity, comic repercussion, what we do and what we don't do right now in this moment. As God, as God, if, if I have not been clear, <laughs> I'm in my 10th year of doing this show, and, and sometimes I, I assume the audience that's listening to me within the moment. So my, my long-time listeners have heard me say these things over and over again in, in many ways. Um, for the new listener, if you're not clear, I am, and so too are you. God, a very reflection of God, the, the very physical world manifestation of God and goddess, and the, and the divine powers that control the universe. It is indeed through consciousness that we bring forward that which is most divine within us, it is through consciousness. And then consciousness manifests in creation and and recreation, what we dream, what we think, how we speak, how we live. Ultimately, our demonstration is a true reflection of the God in us, and the relationship that we truly have with that God in us it cannot be
0: uh
1: supplanted, it cannot be hidden, it cannot be driven out if you will by experience um, indeed, that which is divine in us unchangeable is limitless and infinite in its presence. It is the dimensional spaces that control our experience, our upside down, you know, our joys, our sadness, and then how we interpret how we envision ourselves within those moments that often become implanted upon our realities. And then we begin to assume reality on to those things that are outside of ourselves as opposed to those things that are within us. I'm whole. I am in balance. I am God in the depths of any scenario, any situation. Try, test it, true. Been homeless. Was a, was a youth runaway. Been on the street. Been without been destitute, been low, been negative, been depressed, but been all those things that anyone under the sound of my voice might believe and feel they are experiencing right now. And so I can empathize with being in that position, because I've been in that position. I can empathize with the survivor, I can empathize with the creative individual. I can empathize with the person who's going to find an out who's going to find a solution because I was the guy who found an out who found a solution, and I found it in voodoo you your being present here in this moment not might not be to become voodoo might not be to initiate and and do what I do, but your divine presence in this moment might be to hear and understand this message that you create and recreate your reality. Your reality is not sculpted by your environment. Your reality is not sculpted by your experience, if you will. that part of you, which is untouchable, controls your reality. And so it is in that that we seek balance, that we seek union with spirit, with the divine creator, for indeed we are one in creation, one body, one spirit, removing the obstacles that keep us from seeing the divine the divinity within us, within each other, operating around us each and every day. It's what separates us from the person who wakes up and sees joy in the morning versus being in the place where you wake up and regret waking up again. I've been in that place. I've seen that level of darkness. And and I've worked with many who've seen that level of darkness. And when you're in that place, no amount of love, no amount of light conversation, no amount of fibrillation moves you from that place until you are indeed truly either bottoming out, out I often feel like our society right now is bottoming out as I watch what's going on with Kavanaugh and, and all this madness, um, or, or you decide for yourself, within yourself, that you're going to choose your reality. You're going to choose happiness. You're going to choose prosperity. You're going to choose wellness. And so as God, as co-creators, we all individually and collectively have the ability, have the power to make that, not only that proclamation in our lives, but to actualize that thing into existence. Something else that we sort of romanticize in pop culture is the vampire. Um, people in my ministry and my clients, um, they hear me talk about vampires all the time, and, and I'm not talking about, you know, these romantic uh, painted lip neck suckers, <laughs> you know. I'm talking about um the true spirit and, and, and identity of the vampire, the, the Striga, the Strigoi, if you will, in uh, the old Romanian mythology, Strigoi is really where the modern sort of Hollywood novel version vampire that we have today truly comes from. And in its most authentic Definition: We are talking about uh, people who were fed to come back from the dead, and desired needed the energy of humans to stay alive. And so often, when I speak of vampires, that's exactly um, the type of gen that I'm referring to. They are all grade and divisions of jinn, demons, devils. Uh, They stand alone, they stand individually, and they also have collective groupings, denominations, if you will, of of how they work. Um, For instance, uh, the more innocuous jinn, if you will, the troublemaking spirit. I've even heard some evangelical ministers refer to troublemaking angels that are not, uh, in their definition, are not uh, evil per se, but are here to to kick up dust, to create little dramas in our lives. Uh, You spend an hour looking for something and then you turn around and it's right where you thought it was or it was right in your face but you couldn't see it, um, that caused us to, should cause us to stop, first look at ourselves and then look at our environment. I know when I have those moments where I I just know I put something in a particular place, Um, in my younger years I would spend that time tearing up the house, going back and forth, in and out, looking at every single thing, uh, in my more matured and learned years, now when that happens, I, I immediately just stop and sit down and I go into a meditative space and I recreate, relive, if you will, review, if you will, uh, the preceding moments or the preceding time frame for that thing that I'm looking for. Uh, understanding that. The ultimate goal of these troublemaking spirits is to get you to think, stop, to look at yourself. There are paths of eshu, reminiscent of this energy. Eshu does not come to fool you, trick you, cause you to do yourself harm, um, cause you to do others harm. Uh, all of that is your ego. Eshu comes to cause you to look at your ego look at your own foolishness look at your own folly look at your own sense of arrogance that that you're so you know well understood and well studied and well knowledgeable that you just absolutely know everything and have no space to stop and breathe and pay pay, pay attention uh to Listen to the little birdie out, outside your door to note that the supposed homeless man with the with the mental health issue um, suddenly spoke some truth that directly connected you to some event uh, as you pass by. We walk in voodoo, we walk in magic every single day, and so in that we miss the blessing. Miss the opportunity, miss the crossroads for making a choice that could otherwise lead to our own good by way of our own ego, by way of not letting go of our own foolishness times. And so when I look at our government, particularly, you know, again, this whole situation that's going on right now with, with Kavanaugh and and, and the, the sexual abuse allegations and Bill Cosby um, and, and his now being, being charged. We have to truly get to a place when we move beyond looking at the flesh and the material and the carnal realm and understand how to navigate again the realm that is truly most real, most authentic, and that is the realm of spirit, the realm of spirit. Another one of my pet peeves of the day is the sort of glossy, ebony fashion fair, popularized hoodoo voodoo, particularly in Instagram that we see going through today. Uh, these people often don't even show their face, <laughs> don't even you know show you any real view into their reality um, and they've got 100,000 followers and 20,000 people are, are, are liking the post um, and it's not real at all, it's not authentic at all um, and, and we all sort of tag hoodoo on it and root work on it and conjure on it and ATR on it and it's a a appropriation a bastardization. It is what's happening, but nonetheless, it is a, a temporal fashion of the moment to sort of take all things sacred. Because in some ways, when you view knowledge as sacred, books as sacred, information as sacred, we all have sort of easy access to a lot of that now by way of the internet. And so some of this material without a teacher, outside of context, without any real understanding, without any real training, without any real initiation into what you are looking at, you are reading. We, we take that now and, and we use it for likes. We use it. It's a virtual attention. And so in this, Environment where people aren't willing to or fearing truly building authentic relationships, it goes unchecked, it goes unnoticed, it goes passed over. And in, and in many cases, it, it's absorbed into what people assume to be the reality of our traditions, ATR in general, African-based traditional religions. And so there are those that will continue to profit and make money off of and benefit from in new and innovative ways from cute advertising, um, quirky marketing, um, glossy filters, you know, and will draw off all of your most Hard-earned energy and efforts and, and resources, um, while we continue to seek a quick fix to the things, a the band-aid to the things, in our personalized, but also in our collect, in our society,
0: in our government,
1: in our system, in our institutions, we must allow ourselves to fit in authenticity and identify our humanity, Earth. then identify and reconnect to our divinity and our ability to create and be be Mm recreative, not just for popular, like, not just for profit, not just to look good uh, in social media, but to really put these powers and these forces together for real world change for all the voodoo the, the proposed wannabe voodoo practitioners that are cropping up uh, in social media if, if, if you all truly could just put your power together for a real authentic purpose and what a different world this could be, what a different society this could be what a different experience this could be for each and every one of us. I'm going to take uh, just a quick break, be hydrated. We're going to take a great, great food break. Benny e. Hunter, New Orleans-owned Benny Hunter, voodoo band Benny Hunter. I think on YouTube he's Benny Hunter voodoo, this song. He writes song, and he uh, graciously allowed us to share Greek resuit here on Revolutionary Hoodoo, New Orleans hoodoo Secrets and Recipe. So we're going to take a quick Greek resuit Break and I will be back With more momentarily All the blessings A dash of cayenne
2: to the root Gonna put on my Greek, Greek suit, boil a gumbo, hot and steady, don't get if Freddy ready, gone free at that old cemetery, down on Cleburne where she's buried. The fire on the bayou. When a black cat scratches at two. Under a full moon that's blue. Chant some magic words, Kufaru. A dash of cayenne to the rule Gonna put on my Greek grease suit. Black top hat, black suit too, single rod that moves this through, I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you, can't see my eyes, black shades too, a dash of cayenne to the roof, gonna put on my Black suit too Same old ride that Moses threw I'm gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you Can't see my eyes Black shades too Going spray at the old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried A dash of cayenne to the room i gonna put on my Greek, Greek suit Yeah Black top hat Black suit too Same old ride that Moses threw I'm Gonna get them bones out the graveyard for you Can't see my eyes, black sheets too Gonna pray at that old cemetery Down on Claiborne where she's buried A dash of cayenne to the room Gonna put on my grease
1: The divine creator and their emissaries, the ancestors, are my help. In every time, space, need, and deed, they fulfill my every hunger, feed my every need. They walk with me and beside me, divine guides along my way. Through every moment, every event, every emotion of every day, I now am wise, I now am true, patient, kind, and loving to all things I am and can do and be through the divine creators who empower and enleven me. Their truth, it is in me. I need only steal my mind and listen to the real me and real I through real I. They are my help. I cannot be sick. They are my strength, unfailing. I cannot be bound. My all, my knowing, I know no fear. <laughs> the divine truth is life and love, spirit and unity, co-unity. Co-create with me. Co-create with me, and it shall be I ashe. Remember who you are. Powerful, loving, and loved creative co-creators of the God, goddess. You are loved. You are made in the image and likeness of your creator, so you embody aspects of all those qualities. Your inner divine light is bright in truth, and no mistakes can undo God's handiwork of true perfection. So do not be afraid of your power, your magnificence.
0: Your wisdom,
1: your experience is pregnant with wisdom. When you succeed, you inspire others to succeed. When you change, you inspire others to change. So align your power, your interest with the divine. Be powerful, divine and magnificent, This is indeed authentic to who you are. Mirror and reflect back to us the divine light and spark of your most true and perfected self. Free yourself from the limited constraints of earth law and physicality and politics and demographics. And remember with me, your perfect light body, your perfect self in light consciousness, If you're having trouble remembering, fake it until you make it. You have creative allowance to recreate the light and clarity, the joy, the happiness that you seek and desire right here and right now in this divine moment in time space. I am, because my creators are all powerful, open, and receptive to all that operates for my good here and now in this divine moment. I create and recreate my divine destiny, and I am because my creator are, without beginning or ending. I am eternal, all-powerful, limitless. I am free to experience life in any way that I choose. My consciousness is not bound by time or space or place. And like the universe itself, I am limitless. I'm a part of a vast, unified wholeness. I am free from all the constraints about the past. I am free from all the constraints and concerns about the future. My life is in divine order as it unfolds according to a perfect and divine plan. I do not strive to attain the things that I desire. I simply allow them to flow to me. I release my grip on life. I am calm in the knowledge that all are divinely taken care of. I am open to all of life's experiences. As the moments of my life come and go, I am at peace. I do not judge these moments. I welcome them. I observe them. I accept them all. If problems arise, I don't resist them. I observe them with a calm, open mind and spirit. For I know that they will dissolve and answers will be provided in divine timing. And I have all the time in the world for I am time. I am limitless. I am eternal. For my creators are time, limitless, and eternal. In the quiet spaces between my thoughts, they speak to me. They come to me. And all things become clear. My life transforms in magical and unexpected ways. Obstacles that once seemed insurmountable and impassable now seem smaller and insignificant. I rise effortlessly above all challenges to a place of serenity, standing, and knowing. My path forward is becoming clearer and clearer, like quartz crystal clear and focused. Every day and every way, my life becomes more and more harmonious. As I trust in the natural flow of spirit, I resist nothing, I yearn for nothing, I gratefully receive all that comes my way. There's voodoo for all things, beloved. I gratefully receive all that comes my way. My consciousness is not bound by time or space or place or event or individuals, And like the universe itself, like divinity, I am divinely created. I am limitless, all-powerful. I'm a part of a vast unified wholeness. I am in balance. I am... Complete. Aboru, Aboye, Abosise, I say, Lord, we turn root. If they are ever allowed, what we desire to come to pass, and so we say, ashe. Until next time, I'm going to leave you with Congo Square, for indeed, there would be no voodoo in America, there would be no modern manifestation of this culture and tradition for people to appropriate had it not been for Congo Square. Plays were not being on Sundays but were allowed to come and gather and grow plots of land uh, with food and herbs and, and develop vending and trade and bartering the things that were indicative and indigenous to but also, it allowed us to drum bamboo, and the Kalinda and the Congo, and indeed, if we could remember we could remember how to count, we could indeed remember the spirits and the ancestors that are present, even now in our blood in our DNA. Until next time, all is truly and indeed a blessing. Congo Square.
3: The Omus Indians the Omus Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. The almost Indians prepared this place for us. Centuries before our arrival. Congo Square, a sacred spot where corn festivals were celebrated. And as the colonizers came, our hosts, the almost Indians, they pushed aside our host the colonizers came and pushed aside our hosts and introduced us in chains. And by the late 1700s, we somehow, recognizing the sacredness of Les Places de Congo, we somehow, and the how of our somehow, persuasive methodologies is not clear at this moment, the how is not clear, how our persuasive methodologies worked is not clear at this moment, but nevertheless even as slaves, we crafted and created a space where we could be free to be we. And thusly, thusly we countered the Sacrilegiousness of the French, giving great homage to our ancestors as well as giving praise and thanks to our red blooded brothers and sisters. This is an oral libation toast to Congo Square, to Native Americans, to our ancestors who made a circle out of a square and gave us a way to stay ourselves. Save ourselves from the transformatory ugliness of America, which refuses to recognize the spirituality of life We beat, we be, we was and is, hail Congo Square, Congo, Congo Square, our African gods have not been obliterated, they have merely retreated inside the beat of us, inside the beat of us, our African gods have not been obliterated. They have merely retreated, retreated inside the beat of us until we are ready to release them into a world that we recreate. A world heralded by the beat, 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 being, beating, being of black heart drums. Heart, beat, heart, beat. Heart, be at this place, at this place, be heart, be, be, we, beating place in new world space, beating being in place in new world, preserving our ancient pace, our dance is the God walk, our music, the God talk, first thing we do. Let's get together. Circle ourselves into community. No beginning. No end. Connected together. And singing. Ringing. Singing. In a ring. Second. Let's be original. Aboriginal. Be what we were before we became what? or be bamboola dance, be bonza music, and sing song words which have no English translation. Third, let us remember. Let us remember never to forget, even when we can't remember the specifics we must retain the essentials. Let us remember, never to forget, even when we can't remember the specifics, we must retain the essentials. The bounce, the blood, flow, the feel, the spirit, grow, energy, must retain and pass on the essential us-ness that others want to dissipate whip out of us. Whoa! no matter, no matter how much of us they prohibit, no matter how much of us they prohibit, deep inside us is us, deep inside us is us, remains us inside and needs only the beat to set us free, the beat to free us. It is morning, a sun day, a field, a field without shade, but dark, dark with the people black of us in various, various, various shades, eclipsing the sun. Without elegance. We, we are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us to remember, uh, to beat, to be. We are centuries later now, and still this sacred ground calls us. to remember to beat